welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so others can find the show too. My guest today is Carol McFarland. Carol is the research associate leading the PNW Farmers Network in association with collaborating researchers with WSU and the USDA ARS. After getting her bachelor's degree in agroecology from Montana State University, she worked with the World Food Program in rural Southern Africa for two years. Carol is now celebrating 10 years living on the Palouse after coming here for her MS in soil science starting in 2013. Most of her career has been spent in rain-fed, wheat-based systems with enthusiasm for science, cropping systems diversification and innovation, soil health, serving growers and other ag professionals as an ever-present love for a great conversation. So, Carol, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's great to be back on your podcast. Thanks for having me, Drew. Nice to have you back. So you, you've been busy with this PNW Farmers Network uh, since we last talked here on the podcast. Uh, what have you been working on here lately? We have been busy, Drew. Um, we actually got support to bring on a digital content specialist, um, Carlos Flores, and he's been such a big help in um, getting our pnwfarmersnetwork.org website up, uh, which has been a while in coming, and we're really excited about that resource. Um, and we do expect to be expanding it, um, but it Currently, it's serving as a hub for our Twitter, YouTube, and podcast access. Um, and one of our most recent additions was to uh, include some of our Soil Health Coffee Hour recorded archives. So um, if you've been wanting to come to those, need some inspiration to come to the next ones, um, go check out those recordings. Of course, it's they're pretty short because most of those Soil Health Coffee Hours are about conversation. So um, that's been pretty fun to have that hub up. Um, we also have launched our Twitter, and that's been a great way to share more of the real-time updates of what's going on, both from the Farmers Network when we're rolling out um, events, podcast episodes, again, that Soil Health Coffee Hour, um, but also a way to elevate some of what our research collaborators are doing. Sometimes they go out and snap a pic in the field and, you know, talk a little bit about a project here and there. So it's it's been uh, fun to have that space as well. Um, we're also looking forward to getting up a calendar. So we hope to feature those events in and other regional ag events. So let me know if you got some coming up. Um, especially those that are focused on soil health, cropping systems, innovation, that sort of thing. Um, I know you've got something very similar on the Wheat and Small Grains website as well, Drew. So um, that's a great idea and helping people plan those winter education event schedules. Um, you know, I think we all need help with that <laughs> uh, as much as we can get, um, at least in my case. 
All of that's been very exciting. But what I'm most excited for is the podcast. We just launched the On Farm Trials podcast. So I'm here to hopefully talk more about that with you today, Drew. Um, Like I said, all of those things, they're exciting and will hopefully serve as great resources. But yeah, this On Farm Trials podcast, I think, is what we're... Okay. So let's talk about it. Uh, What made you start a a podcast other than knowing how great this one is? Absolutely, Drew. Um, Well, I've heard that everyone likes to listen to yours, so I just wanted to be cool like you. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't wish my cool on anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you're also an inspiration and you're very effective because I do think something that we we do share is the desire to serve the dryland wheat-based growers um, and to support their them becoming increasingly effective um, in their production goals and and stewardship goals. I have heard from a lot of folks, both growers and scientists, that they listen to podcasts while they are working on other things. And of course, everyone is so busy that it's it's nice to have the ability to multitask when you're doing certain things. But um, also, it's something that isn't just available in a single place, right? You know, everybody has their like favorite social media or no social media or or whatever um, platform. But one of the nice things about podcasts is that you can distribute it across platforms and people can, as long as they're into podcasts, they can listen to it. Um, and so they, they're pretty easy to access and listen to whenever is convenient. So, you know, whether, you know, you're on a tractor at 5 a.m., um, or driving to a conference, you can listen to a podcast. And so um, it's also been really great to have the chance to interview people and offer them the chance to share their own story in their own words. I think case studies can be really powerful, but when growers are when when their stories are summarized in someone else's voice with just quotes peppered in, it's still really meaningful and we can learn a lot from that. But it's been really fun to hear from people in their own voices. Okay. So so is that that's the focus of your podcast? Where whereas, you know, here we, we talk to researchers mostly working we you're you're actually going out on the farm and talking to the farmers? Yeah. So the name of our podcast is On Farm Trials with the PNW Farmers Network. And so you recently did have researcher Dr. Garrett Hynek on your podcast, and he was discussing, he did a great job of describing the spectrum of on-farm experimentation and all the way from growers trying things on their own, on their own farm, answer their own questions, Um, you know, and then there's a lot of different flavors of ways that we can collaborate to co-produce research on-farm to answer our shared cropping systems innovation questions. Um, And then also there's important work being done on university research farms that are, they tend to be more long-term and allow us to, you know, put up an EC tower so we can measure gas flux, um, which isn't really something that can be done on a working farm, but does allow us to understand um, carbon and nitrogen dynamics differently. Or um, I know at, out at Cook Farm, they have the the, the water flow um, 
channel and, and they're able to measure the, I'm not an eco-hydrologist, can you tell? <laughs> um, they're able to measure, you know, exactly how much water, what it's looking like, what's in it, um, and, and measure that coming off the farm. That's not something you can put on a working farm. So there's this whole spectrum of different ways that questions are asked and answered in our in our agro-eco region, right? And as an ag community, we can all kind of advance together as we ask and answer questions in the way that makes the most sense and has the most meaning. So this podcast is really about what that process looks like on the farm. So that's both with growers um, asking and answering their own questions on their farms, how they're doing that, what questions they're asking, what data, what results are most meaningful? What can they take away that um, that they can take into subsequent years as an applied practice? Or or what makes them say, oh, maybe I should do something differently, or, or maybe that is something that isn't going to really work well for my farm. Um, so how do we dive into into that? Because there's always something new and interesting to, to learn and try and um, but making sure the, the results coming out of that are meaningful, whether it's a grower asking the question by themselves or whether we can work together to answer those questions between growers and the research community and all the different flavors that that can encompass. Um, so the focus of the podcast really is me going to people's farms. I've been really grateful that growers have been willing to invite me out and um, talk about their experiences. And... Um, really share some of the questions coming out of our region's ag community um, and what's meaningful for them. And also some of our growers have been able and willing to share some of their lessons learned too. Um, so that's been probably not very fun for them in the moment, but I think it's probably very interesting for other people to to take away as you know they're interested in trying different things um, as listeners to the podcast. Um, so it's, it's all about co-innovation within our cropping system and how we as the ag community are working together to discover and translate practices, um, into our very diverse and moisture limited region. Uh, basically I was hoping to take everyone's favorite part of the conference of any workshop that I've put on and which is of course the grower panel. See, I do read those evaluations um, and expand it to give people a chance to learn from each other and in a way that's maybe more convenient for them sometimes. Um, and of course, I, I'm also trying to capture the range of agro-eco zones that we have in our dry, dryland grain production. So this, um, you know, we're just getting started. We've got just a few episodes out so far. We just dropped another one today. Um, but... You know, I'm really trying to go beyond just the immediate Palouse out into the drier areas of eastern Washington, north Idaho, and um, kind of northeastern Oregon. Um, so really hoping to get good representation across the region as well. All right. Sounds like a great addition to our uh, podcast uh, topics that are available out there because it, it really does take what this podcast does and kind of expands the the scope of it quite a bit. So it's, it's interesting. Tell us again how somebody would get to this podcast to download it. Where do they just get it off their favorite podcasting app or do they come to your website or what's the... 
Absolutely. So it's available on our website and is being distributed across the various podcasting platforms. So um, right now, as of the recording of this podcast, we are distributing it across the platforms. We've we've been um, troubleshooting some things in the background over the last month as we've gotten out the first couple episodes. Uh, Maybe it's a little bit like farming where you get to try a few different things before you really get it right. Um, So the unfarmed trials, I guess, extends to the actual podcast production. But it's it's still been really fun to to do this work. Okay. And and can you give us your your um, website address again? Yeah, Um, that is pnwfarmersnetwork.org. Okay. You can also, if you um, want to be on the podcast, you have stuff you want to share. Um, also, if you want to, you know, nominate someone or if there's something you want to hear about, maybe I'm not asking the right questions. Definitely reach out to me at carol.mcfarland at wsu.edu um, or give me a call if you've ever gotten an email from me, which many people have. Um, you can find my, my phone number in my email as well. Yeah, and we'll put that information in our show notes so people can... Go find those uh, links and email addresses easily. So, so who do you envision listening to this podcast? Who would you like to be listening to it? Well, it's just like everything in the Farmers Network, Drew. Everyone, everyone should be part of it. Um, but no, really, I'm I'm hoping that this is something that is really interesting for the region's grain growers. Um, and who, especially those who are interested in trying new things, I know there's a lot of people who are already doing a lot of their own cropping systems innovation. Hopefully, they find some inspiration in it. And and then there's some folks who are, you know, maybe oh, I'm thinking thinking about transitioning to no-till, um, but you know, I'm having some reservations about this piece of it. Maybe they can listen to a few episodes and hear. You know, the no-till adoption is still one of the topics that is coming up and and how what those best practices look like, both from long-term no-tillers and people who are slowly making the transition. So it's not just about whatever the most cutting-edge innovation is. It, it really is about wherever you are on the journey of asking and answering questions on your farm. There's so much variation. Um, so whether that's someone who... Um, yeah, so growers who farm across the the dryland wheat production region of the inland Pacific Northwest, you know, even if an interview is from, I just did one in Genesee, um, definitely some of the highest rainfall in the region, but it was still really interesting to hear how that grower was thinking about trying things on the farm, um, asking questions and the processes to answer them. Um, you know, it, it doesn't always matter exactly what the practice is, but there's also that process side um, that's been really interesting to hear about how various growers are approaching their own on-farm experimentation from that perspective. I'm also hoping that researchers will listen to it, too, because I hear from a lot of my um, research colleagues how much they love to talk with growers and hear what they have to say, what's on their mind. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of researchers are in the lab. They're in their office working on grant proposals or, you know, doing, you know, their own very busy um, workload. And it, it can be hard to make it out as individual researchers going to farms. Um, and then farmers, of course, are busy on their farms, too. And so trying to find a place where um, those two can intersect 
and especially elevate growers' questions. I, I do hope that other research colleagues will be able to listen to the podcast and hear what's on growers' minds. I think that's a great suggestion because we really, growers and researchers learn from each other. And that's usually the best work where we're, we take an idea somebody has and then maybe put a little science behind it. But, um, but a lot of those ideas uh, originate with growers out there who are, have a problem they want to solve. So, Well, that's the co-production of knowledge, yeah. co-production of research, and co-innovation. <laughs> we got all three co's in there. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but feel it, if we want to play with the buzzwords, that's, that's what, you know, that, that is what it's about, though, is building that knowledge together yeah. and asking the questions and answering them. You represent the, the PNW Farmers Network. Where, where do, do people go to learn more about it or to contact you? Absolutely. Um, I did already mention the website, so pnwfarmersnetwork.org. Um, also, do follow us on Twitter. Uh, check out our podcast on, um, you know, your favorite podcasting platform. Um, also, you know, like, rate, and review. We're still getting going, so do share if you hear something that's interesting. Um, and, of course, people are free to reach out to me either by email at carol.mcfarland at wsu.edu. Um, or, you know, you can give me a call. That also works. Um, and we do have a mailing list for the Farmers Network as well. So people can uh, email me to get on that. Or we should be having a sign up on the website here shortly. Okay. And I, I think we're going to have a, I think we are going to have a link from the Small Grains website to the Farmers Network as well. So people could, could who know about our website can come there and then find your website. So, um yeah, all working together. Carol, it's really exciting to hear what you're doing. It's uh, uh, quite an undertaking. Appreciate you doing it and appreciate you sharing your information with our guests today. Thank you so much, Drew. I really appreciate your support and inspiration as we work to serve our region's growers. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear in future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications and the College of of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by guests of this podcast are their own and does not imply Washington State University's endorsement.